Stafford completes to Bold into the end zone. Touchdown! From WDBM East Lansing, you are listening to The Chant, an Impact exclusive. This is your source for the latest in music and sports news from Michigan State and the rest of the world. Rock and roll! Now, here are your hosts, Hikaru Kudo and Justin LaBelle. We are back. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, everybody? Us? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you missed us, but I definitely missed us. I certainly miss I you, definitely miss being on air. I'll tell you that much. I definitely miss being on air. Oh, God. Yeah, um, it's such a time, man. You know, you know, I, I miss listening to the intro. I mean, that's that's still a pretty <laughs> intro. Yeah. After before, all this time. Before after, this, we played it back for each other just to remember <laughs> what it sounded like. I'm like, what? like how did they make it again? <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's right. So, folks, welcome to episode nine of The Chant, Impact's very own music and sports news podcast. Yes. I think Justin's like one for ten on getting the chant. Because we oh, normally God, say the no. chant. <laughs> That's the one thing I forgot. I was so prepared. Oh, dang it. Anyways. Shows how long Anyways, it's been. <laughs> before we get started with the fun, though, seriously, and, you know, kind of explain the concept of the show to everyone and all the fun jazz. Dude, Justin, how was your summer, dude? Dude, it was fan. Fantastic. I, uh, my real major, which is chemical engineering, brought me over to an internship. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're a real major? So you're saying my, my major's not real? No, it's not. It's a concept. I'm leaving. I'm going, I'm going home. I'm going home. <laughs> it's a figment of your imagination. Uh, you have to let it go. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so your real major, chemical engineering. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, some people probably think if they like see the podcast or whatever that it might be like, oh, some broadcasting major gotcha. or like a journalism. Gotcha. But anyways, real major chemical engineering. <laughs> we'll continue with that. My major ended up bringing me a bunch of good fortune this uh, summer. Ended up heading out to Knoxville, Tennessee, for a ten-week internship with uh, the University of Tennessee. Go Bulls! Solid. Yeah. Then shout out to all my friends over there that might be watching. I don't know. Maybe they if have. If they Facebook. are, hi, Justin's friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had a good time with that. I had some great shows with my band before we ended up heading out. Oh to... yeah, I remember that. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, we opened up for Trapped back in the Ooh. end of May. So getting in the big words. Yeah, and we got another show coming up uh, this September. So we'll plug that in at the so, end of the show. Absolutely. Um, what about you? Me, your me, myself, bed? and I. It's all about me. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and your real major for sure. <laughs> yes, and my real major. No, I was calling a bunch of girls' soccer games for high school. Novi won again. My, you know, my alma mater went all the way to states. Was here actually at Demario. It was cool. Oh, so I got wow. to call that as like a Spartan. So that was special for me. Um, Brings we moved houses like bark back in March. My parents did, so we had a, a lot of house maintenance stuff. I interpreted a little bit over the summer. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I covered a couple preseason volleyball stuff. Kind of get you know myself back in the grind. So it sounds like you and I have both been pretty busy. So though. yeah, we both been busy. I hope <laughs> you guys have been busy too. Of course, let us know how busy you guys have been here yeah. on Facebook Live. If you're on Facebook Live, yeah, a little comment challenge. How doing yeah how are you doing let us know how are you doing throughout going? the day um and of course if you're listening to the podcast we are available uh whenever you like to on facebook live whenever we're live we're still trying to figure out the schedule we'll let you guys know of course yeah. justin labelle is our social media guy in that yeah anyways moving on <laughs> also i am very sorry for all of the recent posts but i uh <laughs> i'm just if we can spice it up a little we're gonna spice all it right up so a i'll little. let you do that stuff but meanwhile <laughs> right now we got to move on to the actual physical part of the podcast itself 
Yeah, um, we're just so, yeah. going to riff for an hour. <laughs> so music and sports news. So if you don't know what we're all about, I bring some sports topics. Justin brings some music topics. We yes. talk about it. We give our opinions about it. And then you guys get to uh, join in the conversation as well, of course. Also, uh, we got yes. a Twitter. We got a Facebook. We got a everything. We'll let you guys know at the end of the show. Of well, course. no, I'm pretty sure that's just it. Facebook and Twitter. That's it. But whatever. <laughs> um, today, we use a Google Spinner to be fair and everything. But today, Google Spinners determine sports will be your first topic. Sports! And it makes sense. Because I'm going to start talking about college football because, guys, college football is back, and I yes, couldn't be the happiest guy ever. I mean, of course, I don't have time to talk about, you know, the entire nation. If I did, we'd, that, we'd, oh, be, yeah, we'd no. be sparring red zone at that point. We have an entire <laughs> podcast dedicated to college football and MSU football. That's sparring red zone podcast. <laughs> that episode came out actually yesterday. Is it too late to rebrand? <laughs> I, I I don't know. Or maybe it's coming out tonight. I don't know. But it, it's out there, so you guys can listen to that. Shameless plug for them over there. Absolutely. But I'll talk a little bit myself and my opinions about Michigan State football as they get ready for Tulsa on Friday. We're recording this on uh, Wednesday. So if it's after the Tulsa game, ooh. Ah. All right. <laughs> so that's happen? me. And then Justin. All right. After we cover the college football, we are going to go to the recent VMAs out in Newark, New Jersey. All of the fun, the awards, the tears. And the total bunch of controversy that happened during all of that. Because what ceremony or what event can happen without a little controversy <laughs> every now and then? Welcome oh, to the Wacky God. World of 2019, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll have that going on, and then <laughs> we'll come back to me. Uh, Will we? If, 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 yes. If you know me by this point, if you guys have listened to the pod, uh, as, you know, even a couple episodes, you know I love Formula One. Yes. Uh, Formula One was, was on a summer break, too, for about a month in the month of August. They're back this weekend. They're uh, they're in Belgium, in Spa. I'm excited Ooh. for that. So summer break update for you guys, and I got we actually got a new announcement f- regarding Formula One too. So stay tuned yeah. for that. I think I know about this. You one. know about this. Some people know about this. <laughs> Not everyone. So we're gonna make this public yeah. because it's happening. And then Justin, you're and gonna wrap it up with. We're gonna wrap it up with some good old Meek Mill news. Ah, you're bringing me some more Meek Mill news, right? I've brought you some before. You did, you did. I think it was like episode three or four. Uh, probably. Something like that. That sounds right. But Meek Mill is back in the news, this time for much better reasons. And... Positive, not negative. Oh, positive. Oh, that's great. Absolutely. That's great. They will they will definitely not I was gonna make a chemistry joke. It really was not coming to me at the time. <laughs> Do you so think gonna anyone's pass. gonna understand a chemistry joke here? Yeah, positive and uh, negative what? charges. <laughs> I'm not taking. There's a reason why content. I didn't do good in AP Chem, and there's a reason why I'm not taking chemistry in college. No, All we right. do the content. Okay, so anyways, enough of banter. We'll get on to the show. We're already been five minutes in. We haven't talked about anything yet. So here we go. College football is back. I can't yes. be the happiest guy ever because yes. Justin's a happy man, and probably every guy. other guy and girl that is listening to this podcast is a happy guy or girl. Oh, 100%. So let's, okay, so, great so let's back it up. Let's back it up here for a moment, right? All right. So college football is officially back on Saturday, whatever Saturday was, like August 20-whatever, right, yes. 24th or whatever. Uh, Miami and Florida. Mm-hmm. Roommates Mark Martini. He is a radio. Uh, he's a DJ <laughs> here. He's actually li- his live shift starts six to eight p.m. every yeah. Wednesdays on Wednesday. So we're gonna shout my roommate out there. He and I live in we live in a great uh, apartment together. Great. I, I love being out of the dorms. Do you cuddle? No. Oh. <laughs> that's only that's reserved for you. Oh yay! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, quick sidebar on that. I want to talk about that. Not just because it was like okay, great. You know, rival game. They've been played for like four or five years or whatever. Played at a neutral site. I think it was like. Camping World Stadium, I think it's in Orlando. It's pretty cool and everything. Um, on ESPN, you know, can't go wrong with that, right? But, but 
first off, the new turnover chain for Miami, what that was sweet. I liked it. I, yeah. I don't. There were mixed reactions on Twitter. A lot of people liked them. Some didn't. I'm a. I liked it. So you tell me. You guys tell yeah. me. Did you guys like it? Did That's you guys like the it or way not? Of the world. Isn't um, it? Because I, I could tell you right now that I personally <laughs> liked it. Now, with that being said, though, with that being said, though, they literally did more stuff than just the turnover uh, chain. Okay. Okay. They also did touchdown rings, and like, oh, there was like apparently like a, I didn't, I wasn't watching, but there was apparently like not just touchdown rings, but like fumble stuff for like I don't know, like interception one. I think it's like interception one or whatever. No, like like separately for the turn. Yeah. It, it's it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid how many of them they're starting to make. Like I don't care if it's just the offense and the but no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> if you're going to have one, it's a culture. The culture is you have this, you know, well, you've had this bling that it's called a turnover chain, and that's what you're known for, okay? Yeah. That is what you're going to have. Oh, so you're talking actual no, it's an actual chain. Jewelry. And they've had it for, I want to say, like four or five years now, maybe more. If, if I'm wrong there, I apologize. Oh. But, the, but, the, <laughs> but, but, but like, that's a culture, okay? I, I get that. Yeah. But once it becomes more bling and bling and bling and bling and bling, and I know probably many of you can agree with me on this too, but it's it's just an exploit to get more people to come, you know, play at yeah. Miami. That's stupid. <laughs> That's stupid. But yeah, I mean, you're basically it's like a participation trophy at that case, unless you do like. Well, really no, no, well. It, no, no. But I mean, you have to make a turnover. Granted, so it's not oh, easy well, yeah. to get. But like. Seriously though, like, yeah, oh wait, wrong. you have a it's higher crew, and you're going to go against all these schools. Oh wait, I could get bling up. No. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. That's my thought. I wanted, but it sort of incentivizes the game more so than the actual game, doesn't it? Yeah, and I mean, it it works and motivates the guys. But like, that's enough on that. Like, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Whatever. You folks can tell us here on Twitter using at the chain underscore wdbm or on Facebook at the chant. Yes. Plug all the plugs. All right. So I think I said her Facebook right. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, if you if you look up the chant, you'll find the it. chant dot wdbm. There you go. That's why he's our social media guy. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I made that mistake earlier and I was like copying everything. I'm like, God. why can't I find the chant? So I could talk about everything else going on in college football. I mean, trust me, I could. I oh could. yeah. But 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 a we simply don't have the time on this podcast for it. Nope. And b like I said, like. Three minutes ago, we have the Spartan Red Zone Impact Sports Podcast <laughs> dedicated to MSU and college football. So they'll talk about all that fun stuff. So I'll give them a jingle here. Little jingle? Yeah, a little jingle. <laughs> little jingle jingle. Oh, uh, Spartan Red Zone. Oh, so, so, <laughs> that was impressive. So for now, for now, we're just going to stick with Michigan State football because, you know, Michigan State, right? Yeah, we're students Pride. at Spartan Pride. All right, Spartans will, all that fun stuff. Go green. Uh, Go white. Good. And <laughs> Tulsa's good. on Friday. I'm going to tailgate. It's going to be great. I don't know what your plans. You're f- Feel free to stop. Uh, you know, Come join me. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, let's talk Either about this game or the next game. All right, for sure. all right. I'm working the Arizona State game, so not that one. Oh. Uh, movements from the offseason, though, folks. Um, hey, this is back in January, and I talked about this, but let's just get us up, you know, back in this mind of college football, all right? Mm-hmm. Everyone on this coaching staff has basically shifted jobs on the offensive side. Literally everyone. Okay. Ready? 
I am so you guys ready, ready for this. If you this. recall, folks, and if you don't, and I I don't blame you because you know if you're listening to this, I know you like sports and music, so you're not gonna go into like the coaches. I don't give a crap about the coaches. I care about <laughs> if we win or not. And by we, Michigan State, okay, or whatever yes. your teams, okay. If you recall, folks, Brad Salem, who was the quarterbacks coach until last year for like the past like I think it's like three or four seasons, was now promoted to the offensive coordinator by Mark D'Antonio. Salem. Okay. Also now serves as a running backs coach, okay? Okay. Dave Warner, who was the offensive coordinator, has been demoted to the quarterbacks coach, okay? Oh. And it's basically D'Antonio saying, I'm not going to fire anyone. I'm just going to shift the team and pray to God that it works or something like that. Because yeah. if you got the same personnel and if you're using it for someone else, I'm like, okay, I— are they good? Are they bad? Or do you just want, you know, are they your best buddies from like when you're five? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It, it, and I'm like, here's, so here's what, here's, here's what I say. Here's literally what I say. Well, actually, before that, I lied. I got, I had it myself. I, there, there's a quote <laughs> by Dan Tony. He said back there, it, the every, everyone read it. Every, literally everyone read it. ESPN read it. Valenny read it. You know, everyone read it. Um, but, you know, literally, okay, well, so because everyone on the offense side shifted, Here's D'Antonio's announcement slash explanation or whatever. He said, and I quote, I've decided to make some internal changes on the staff that I, f- I feel will help us moving forward. There's no question we need more production on the offensive side of the ball, but I do feel that we need to start over. Scheme-wise, I think the main point is finding more production and getting more execution in all areas. This staff has great cohesion and works extremely well together. We can get to work immediately with these changes. End quote. My first huh. thing. No duh, you need to switch up your offense. You know, even a freaking five-year-old could figure that out as long as they like Michigan yeah. State, whatever. Not That's a... not the point. Yeah. Why? I... <laughs> they work together. They have great chemistry. I get that. You I... know, I'm glad you're talking about that too, because reading through that quote, I I was just like, and and I and I wanted huh. to mention it because none of the mainstream media I listen to, none of the things I'm, li- you know. They're talking about. They don't talk about this, right? Because it's yeah. old news. And I'm like, okay, great, it's old news. But who are you? Okay, if you're gearing toward your hardcore sports fans, fine. If you're gearing toward those people who sit, you know, stick around with their team, fine. But what about all the other people who don't? What about the people like this? Yeah. Who are like, okay, you beautiful you listeners like at the chant. What over about there? the students who are like, I like football, but yeah. I don't know what's going on with the coaching staff. I don't, you know, I don't know what happened in January. January's football. What you know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of students end up just and going to the games or going exactly. to tailgates and parties. And that's what I'm talking about. about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if students go to the games, if fans go to the games who aren't like that into it, right? Yeah. Or whatever, it's they're supporting their school or kid or whatever it is, right? Go into this and they don't see a single difference. They're going to blame it to whoever the heck the people are going to blame it to, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm saying it's just like any other job, okay? Yeah. I'm here at this job. You're here here right yeah <laughs> you're here yeah. here you have a job whatever right let's say you work here you want to work here so let's say you work here right mm-hmm. if i do a crapo job yeah i'm gonna get fired absolutely i don't get yeah i get demoted but like i won't get demoted to a different department yeah oh you're in sports we're gonna demote demote you and put you as a freaking air staff coach okay that's similar sure we're gonna demote you and put you marketing. I never marketed this thing. What, is that, what, 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 what is it, that? It would be like an IT guy doing a terrible job at IT and exactly. then being demoted. And I to mean, mobile. I get it. I get it because all these guys eventually want to be an offensive coordinator somewhere. Yeah. Right. So I get it. They get you know you know you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, come 
on? But Why are you keeping your same personnel <laughs> when there are literally tens of hundreds of coaches you could choose from or even offer in a Power 5 school and say, Mark can say, go up to them and say, hey, do you want to be my new offensive coordinator? Or, hey, yeah. do you want to be my uh, assistant coach? Or say, hey, do you want to be my quarterback's coach? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. you might be at a freaking D1 Max school, but what about you coming to quarterback's coach at Michigan State, and then maybe you'll get some experience and go somewhere? Yeah, it's a little ridiculous that you, you would cycle through coaches that you know do not work right now and decide, oh, yeah, no, if we well, just shift up the positions. Their chemistry works, and I get that. I understand yeah. that, okay? And I get what Mark is saying. Coach Dan, one I get what the Antonio equation. is saying, but I don't understand yeah. why you're just shifting everyone out. Why don't you release someone? Why don't you fire Dave Warner? Yeah. Let him go. Let him go somewhere. Hi, <laughs> hi ho, Peter Pan. Hi ho, Peter Pan. Yes. Yeah, honestly, I agree I, with I'm you sorry. 100%. I'm sorry, okay? I don't know. If you guys don't agree with me, you tell me. But yeah, I'm it sorry. It looks like people are voicing their opinions I'm, down I'm there. sorry. It's just, yeah. I... What what the team could use is some sort of cohesion. And man, yes, there's definitely a lot of chemistry over there. But keeping the same staff over there just to save chemistry isn't going to save their you know game. What? And you know what? I... No, mod, no matter there, how good there, those there two are can people do. saying, you know, give it a chance. Give, and I, I mean, I'm gonna have to, right? Because I go to the school. I'm not gonna just throw away my school, yeah. right? You go to the school. And, and, we're and not yes, paid I get it. There's injuries and stuff, decisions. and I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about that. There, there were injuries and stuff, and I'm, I will talk about that, folks. It's not just a coaching staff, but yeah. the thing is, it didn't work. It didn't work no. out. So stop doing the same stupid things. And in a Goodness crucial gracious. rebuild period too, especially after some of the best MSU players that we've had in a while are off doing a oh bunch of other things. You have an entire coaching staff that really just wants to shift things around and not actually well, promote well, it's change. it's their boss it saying, like. okay, I'll keep you guys all hired as long as you're willing to, you know, some of you get demoted, some of you move, and whatever. And yeah. I was like, okay. That's basically handing the trophy off to another That's basically handing a trophy off to another team. No, but, but, but with that being said, though, you know, what the bet, you know what the bet is right now? You know what the over-under is right now? For which one? The game coming up on no, Friday? No, the over-under for MSU's record. Oh, really? Because it's preseason still. You know what the over-under is right now? No, not at all. It's It was when the betting started was seven and a half games. Okay. So over-under seven and a half. Yeah. Now it's eight and a half games. Oh. So, what, there's one in like Vegas or something that's saying it's nine. <laughs> I don't know who's saying that in Vegas. <laughs> And, That's a okay, large here's what I number. say. Here's what I say. I think they're gonna go over. If this works, it'll go over. Once again, you're talking about the top defense, if not one of the top defenses in the entire nation. Mm -hmm. You have injuries coming back to your team, both offensively and defensively, and you went to a crapo red box bowl because your <laughs> offense couldn't do anything last year. <laughs> if your offense could even something and support the defense. We're going to get some decent wins. Yeah. If Michigan State gets some decent wins, there's a good chance you're going to go to a good bowl game or even better yet, you're going to go to the playoffs. Exactly. All right? And if you're I, just shifting around the squeaky if you're wheels. Losing, if, you're losing to a if you're losing to a team this year, it's Ohio State because you lose to Ohio State. But you're not losing to Michigan this year. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. You're not losing to Michigan because if they lose to Michigan this year, that means there's only one thing that is wrong. It's either someone a key is injured, which would suck, mm -hmm. or... Your team 
the your your offense the sucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can almost guarantee you it won't be your defense. It no. won't be because your defense your defensive corner didn't shift. Nuh-uh. Nothing your defense shifted because maybe one or two guys would flip yeah. spot. That's it. So that is it for me. Is mm-hmm. okay. But I mean that's when I when I heard that I'm like I believe it. I believe it. I I, I take the over. I take the over. I take the over. If 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 if, if I could sports bet from here right now, <laughs> right? Yeah. I take the over. Anyways. Um, in other news, Michigan State football, new <laughs> captains were announced last week. So the four captains are, and these will not surprise you at all, folks. Quarterback Brian Lewerke. Yes. Linebacker man. Joe Bocci. All right. Defensive end Kenny Willikins. Yep. Defensive tackle Raekwon Williams. Right? Like, seriously. Like, Lewerke and Bocci were both returning captains this year. Like, it, you, it, you, everyone saw this coming. It didn't yeah. surprise me. It didn't surprise the public. It didn't surprise y'all. It didn't surprise anyone else. Not if at you all. didn't know, you're welcome. You heard it here first. <laughs> surprise. Uh, so, yeah, surprise, I guess. <laughs> but here are my keys for success for Michigan State this year, okay? What are your because keys? I don't cover Michigan State football for the station. I am a firm believer of going to football games. I'm a firm believer of tailgating and mm-hmm. doing tailgating activities um, and enjoying that game day. Now the other only only thing that I would do is like actually work for like a network. So like for example, like I'm freelance freelancing through the one but the, the other job I have is student you for a timeout coordinator for the Arizona State game, right? For their tailgate show, like that's gonna be cool. But like that's a different experience. I get to network whatever, yeah. right? But I'm not gonna go cover and actually because if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna go out with my buddies and go watch the game. Absolutely. I'm gonna go tailgate. I don't have Friday classes. I don't, you know what I mean. I don't have Friday classes. I don't. Have, Saturday, no one has classes, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to go enjoy my – it's going to be my one day off because I literally work every day. It's ridiculous. But if I were to do a keys for success type of thing, personally, here's 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 what it is. And these are simple. These are basic ones, okay? All right. Number one, seriously, every Michigan State fan ever, produce something in the offense. Like, please. <laughs> please. Yeah. Please. I'm really, I'm really hoping that D'Antonio is serious about this and, offensive and, okay, okay. shift. And, 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 and it's not just on the coaching staff because obviously it's on the players too because they're the, they're the ones, right? Yeah. If, but I'm telling you, if Brian Lewerke is healthy and can have a season like his sophomore year, like an outstanding season, right? like a Connor Cook season that he did his sophomore mm-hmm. year, we all remember this. The Spartans are golden. The, the Spartans are golden. Yeah. The Spartans are golden. Michigan State fans will be great. The students will be great. And whatever, right? Yeah, come out of sort of the dark exactly. age of this. Exactly. Now, okay, all right. Let's say Brian Lewerke's healthy. He's doing his mad best. Running is pretty solid, okay? We're getting yards. But what about passing, right? What yeah. about his targets? Of course, your wide receivers have to catch, okay? If your mm-hmm. wide receivers aren't catching, there's no way in hell that you're just going to be able to run up in the middle every single damn time or yeah. run a jet sweep and pray that it's going to work. It won't work unless you're playing Rutgers. You can do anything <laughs> against Rutgers. You could pretty much, yeah, you could pretty much just you stand pretty much, there and I, I, You could pretty much close your eyes and say, all right, I want to go to sleep now. I'll wake up in an hour, and you'll still win, okay? Sorry to all you Rutgers fans out there. Ha, 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 ha. All right, wide receiver <laughs> Cody White. Will be one of your go-tos on the field since Felton Davis graduated. You know, obviously, Felton Davis was your go-to after all the injury, but even before that, Felton, right? Yeah. And I mean, I mean, it's, it's still, I, I can't imagine how Felton Davis feels because oh, it's, yeah. it, and I know he's recovering now and everything. And I think last time I heard, I think it was he was with the Chiefs for a little bit, and I don't know where he is now, but he was Not undrafted, sure obviously. But like, I'm so mad that his college career ended that way. Like, he was such a humble guy, a very nice guy that can play on the field and had, you know, he was a Spartan. He was a true Spartan. But anyways, um, but regardless, so so but the, the point is, last year, I mean, really, who did you only have? 
Cody White. This year, you're going to have more. You're going to have Jalen Naylor back in the lineup. You're going to have senior Daryl Swartz Jr. But you know what I mean? You're going to have oh, so yeah, many this year. players back from injury. Stewart was out early in the season, like game, like week four or something. It was ridiculous. It was like, I think maybe right after the Arizona State game where everyone yeah, sat. And I'm like, oh, you're kidding me? We got another one out. <laughs> yeah. We might as well have the entire freaking team out. <laughs> it was probably like within two or three games at that point. So anyways, um, yeah. In, in, in other words, no more injuries. Like, yes. please. Like, last year, you know, Michigan fans and rivals and whatever can say, blah, you know, Michigan State <laughs> lost because, you know, Michigan State lost because our team was better. But Shea yeah. Patterson's a better quarterback. Our team is better. You know, Harbaugh's better. Any more of that and you're beatboxing on but, this mic. <laughs> but seriously, Michigan State was just injured AF. Yeah. Their entire Injured team is pretty much and okay, here we go. Here, and here's other stuff. Okay, outside the offense, whatever. You get you get Matt Coughlin back, dude. I love Matt, Natty boy. He's great, dude. I'm like, it's, I I'll be his biggest fan, dude. I, I love Matt Coughlin. He's a great kicker. He's consistent. I liked it. He's back. Excited yeah. for that because you know you know that Michigan State <laughs> that Antonio is going to do some sort of trick play at some point in the season with Coughlin as the guy who's throwing the ball. Yeah, we know this. So please, Jesus, no more third string kicker, please. Like seriously, <laughs> goodness gracious. But but anyways, that's 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 yeah. that's that's enough of football. If you want to, you know, pitch in your thoughts, keep coming them at Facebook Live. I'll respond back to you if you're listening to the pod. Of course, yeah. reach us out to the social media. But or one more time for that sweet sweet plug for the Spartan Red Zone. If you really want, yeah, to seriously super though, they 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 have a solid squad there, and they could do much go you know much more in depth yeah, than I could ever do. Guys. But seriously, like they're they're awesome. You know, all of them are really chill people, and it's it's, it's a great pod. So I I listen to it. I hope you guys listen to it as well. So, anywho, so from there, right, we have this entire yep. I, let's let's say drama fest for the lack of better words here. And the Michigan State team for the coaching staff, right? Yeah. The VM Ways were also a drama fest? Uh, yes and no. For Like, I didn't watch the VMA, so this is going to be all brand new to me. For good reasons and for bad reasons. And believe me, I didn't see the VMAs either. I uh, I saw all the highlights and Guys, clips. it's fake news. Yeah, fa- <laughs> it's fake news. Totally. Pitchfork and myself are lying. <laughs> <laughs> but... It VMAs happened just a couple nights ago, maybe even just last night at this rate at the time of recording. And it was a very star packed night. You had the likes of Missy Elliott coming on and performing. Uh, you've probably seen the viral clip of uh, Allison Stoner, or I think is her yep, name, yep, yep. doing the re- iconic work dance. I think it was uh, work it. We'll per- yes, we'll yeah. pretend we know the title. All right. <laughs> We all know no, what we're I, talking about. I'm not pretending. I, I know the title. It just it takes a little bit to come to me. We don't have a little bit. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, bada bim, uh, bada boom. There was a lot of win highlights, and we're going to cover some of the controversy that happened surrounding I wa- that. Ooh, one, give me the tea. One that involved some of the artists that were be- at the event, and some were events that really weren't covered at the event, but were outside chanting. And yelling and hollering. All right, all right. All one junk. at a time. We'll go. You give your thoughts. I'll give my thoughts. Yeah, and we'll kind of do. It'll be. It'll be uh, a speed. Uh, what is it? Speed round. Thank you. I, I, I can't speak today. All right. So we'll go over the win highlights first. Taylor Swift, obviously big well, name in music well, yeah. right now. Her album Lover just came out to pretty much critical acclaim. At so this I rate. haven't listened to her new album yet. Is it good? I haven't either. Honestly, I've been avoiding. Date it. night. <laughs> yeah, date night. <laughs> all right, date night. <laughs> we'll oh no, no, wait. I not. 
Hopcat. Hopcat. All right, Hopcat. Okay, okay. This is not sponsored by Hopcat. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift won big with the three, one of the three biggest awards of the night, including Video of the Year, yep. Video for Good for you, you, your her song. You've got to calm down. Uh, had a whole LGBTQIA yep. plus rights um, message to it, and it was a huge hit with all of her fans. Huge hit with everybody. Um, and one for her song Me featuring Brendan Urie, which won Best Visual Effects in a Music Video. Nice. Uh, Billie Eilish was another one that won real big last night with uh, Best Editing, Best New Artist, and Push Artist of the Year. Push it. Lil Nas X was also attending the event and won Song of the Year and Best Direction, which I assume is for his Old Town Road music y- video. Yeah. As one really should, because that song I still cannot get enough of. Well, he was... He remember he was so chill about it when he got knocked out of the the, uh, the top place by Billy Eilish. Uh, uh, by Billy Eilish. Well, yeah, dude already took the record. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, Billy, <laughs> congrats, girl." If you didn't hear about that, Lil Nas X broke the longest, like the longest weeks ever at number one on the top of Billboard's Hot 100. Yep. For his song "Old Town Road" featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. None of the remixes, unfortunately. Because uh, that I'm Mason okay Ramsey that. remix. No, no, but honestly, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. If but... you ain't got no giddy up, then giddy out my way, Mason Ramsey. <laughs> so, and his scroll of the acceptance speech became a... I did see that. That's funny. Oh, yeah. That That's funny, hilarious. guys. That's funny. Um, that, That'll be our meme uh, next week for next week's episode. All <laughs> right. cowboy outfit. And wait, just wait. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm, if I'm reading these notes right, Panic got an award? Yes. Panic at the Disco won the best rock category. Woo-wee. And that that's just to name a few... Of the artists, uh, obviously all your results have... can be found at VMA.org or what dot com or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> yeah, or on uh, th- uh, some of the various. Or music you just websites. Google it or use whatever your favorite search engine is. Yeah. We're not sponsored by any of these. Search Rolling engines, Stones has an article about it. Pitchfork has an article about it. But not everybody has an article about the controversy that this. This night is what I want. All right, speed round time. Ended up let's going go, let's for go. it. Speed round. All right, you, you, you. There's a lot. All right. Oh boy. So this year marked the first year of a new K-pop category. Award best K-pop group. Why so in the United States are you having a K-pop category? Well, honestly, it's becoming more relevant now. Not to offend anybody. Well, who but, listens so to is the that genre, is that one big group? What's their name? BTS. Thank you. That yeah. BTS. Do they, BTS do they win that? The, BTS. They won a couple of the awards, and we'll get to that in a moment. But K-pop is having a huge surge in the U.S. right now. A lot of uh, a lot of people are starting to come around to BTS, especially with all their collaborations with a lot of the American artists like Halsey. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Nicki Minaj, I think, on a song. Minaj, as well. yeah, she did. Nicki, the Nick girl, Nicki uh, did something. Blackpink's another big yep. one. Uh, NTC One Twenty Seven, just to name a few. The category had all of those artists and more that got nominated for this new K-pop category, and BTS ended up branching out into a lot of the other categories nice. as well, but. The style's gaining a lot more popularity in recent years on iTunes charts, which can reflect that, and Billboard reflects that. Pretty much, it's becoming a new trend. Mm -hmm. But BTS fans were specifically upset at this category, despite four nominations in the other categories, taking to Twitter to cancel the VMAs and calling it a poorly disguised xenophobia (laughs) for... For having this K-pop category. <laughs> yes. And that is it for the chance today. 
Well, let's get let's get into it. I'm, I don't want to laugh at it because they do have a legitimate okay, case. Okay, all to right, it. come on, tell me their case. What do they have? So a lot of BTS's accomplishments in recent years. You've we've talked about them on the champ before with all their stuff that's happened uh, recently. Uh, take a look back at our catalog for that because I don't remember the episode number. Uh, but a lot of their achievements rival or even surpass a lot of the artists in the big awards of the night, like Song of the Year, Video of the Year, uh, et cetera. And especially with the recent collaborations with American artists and backing with American labels, the fans feel like they have a justified case as to why BTS should be nominated because for more VMA, of the Okay, let, let, me, let me tell you this, all right? You don't like one person winning everything, right? No. It's just like... It's just like the reason why, like, some people like the NBA, but a lot of people stopped watching the NBA when the Miami Heat kept winning and winning <laughs> yep. and winning and winning. <laughs> it's the same thing with the VMAs, except, you know, they're smart. They're not going to be like, okay, we're not going to, you know, we're only going to retain to, like, these guys that actually like this. And then everyone else who doesn't like it, you know, that we had as fans, we're not going to make money with that. Yeah. You know that? You know what I mean? So, but you no, do see that a but, lot with a lot of these artists but, but, on but here. But with like, VMAs, with the VMAs, the VMAs, they want a lot of fans tuning in, right? You don't want, if they're going to make a K-pop category, you don't want a, you know, not a BTS group, essentially, to tune in and be like, oh, BTS is going to win everything, guys. And they actually win everything. So it makes sense. for To me, honestly, Yeah. to me, honestly, I wouldn't be mad. Like, as long as you were winning stuff, yeah. And as long as you were winning stuff outside the category too, like outside the K-pop category as a general, as a whole, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Because it's an it's it's an it's a marketing ploy. If K-pop is going up the way that you're you're saying, which yeah. cuz I'm going to trust you because I don't have I you know, I don't <laughs> no, that's not me. You know. It it definitely but is. But if, if it is, if it is then of course the VMA is gonna want to market to that audience, yeah, right? They're Americans listening to international music that you bring in. Now they're listening. They're now they're watching the VMAs. You know what happens? Ratings go up. You know what happens? Yep. More people watch. You know what that happens? Money. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Everyone wants here nowadays. It's money. And so, so that's what it is. <laughs> so it doesn't matter that BTS fans are mad because these other fans will replace those BTS fans that are mad and watch the v VMAs the next. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so to me. Have at it. Yeah, and it's a huge accomplishment for the MTV to even acknowledge the any new genres at this rate. Because in most recent years, and especially over time here with a lot of these music award shows, rock and sort of that scene has started slowly becoming less uh, less award recognized. Of course, country has their own, so you know no one cares about country anymore. Yeah, the CMAs is a huge uh, festival there. Um, even though even though they already have a couple categories for exactly. that for the VMAs. But they do have to branch on out and get all these categories out there for new and exciting genres that are coming on in. But not to repeat myself a lot. This is nothing new for the VMAs to have this sort of controversy to it. Over a decade, over a decade ago, they ended up having a best Latin category, which was back this year as well. Nice. Uh, as well as a Euro Music Awards on the same Ooh. network that would feature a lot of the European stuff. But some fans and some other people who protest the event claim that this is sort of to segregate the non-American and non-white artists from being nominated in the same category. I, I, you know what? You as know what? Powerhouses like Taylor Swift. You, you, you know Eilish. what? You know what? You know what? I, I, I can't. You can't argue with that. You, yeah. You just can't. I mean, whether it is or not, you can't argue with that. Yeah, and there's and there's clearly some separation there. 
I think you and I and everyone watching could probably make that argument. Well, that I there don't is think it's the, I don't think I get the argument of yeah. okay, there is you're making that racial divide type of thing, but mm. I at the same time it's like yeah, I I get the argument, but the same it's, it's not true because yeah. it's culture. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like people like a specific you know what I mean? Like I like punk rock. I know you like punk rock, yeah, right? Absolutely. And some of the people who are listening and tuning in here in the pod likes p- punk rock, right? Yeah, probably. It's good a too. culture, right? It's like saying that's a race. <laughs> Boo who? Yeah. As long as they're also part of the best, you know, eligible, I should say, for the best song of the year, best music video of the year, blah, 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 blah. Absolutely. I think that's fine. It's it's not an easy transition to have something brand new in a culture. Uh, come on up over just exactly. overnight at this rate. Exactly. It was a big move for MTV to even include. Uh, K- you know what? You know MTV category. praise you guys. Praise you guys. Absolutely. It's taken a couple of years and still is for like uh, most of the political movements nowadays to start getting into effect, and a lot more progressives are showing up, and a lot so more. So speaking of, those of political movements, there were political <laughs> movements here too. You are trying to move us along, and I appreciate that. Yes, there were a couple of things related in the political side of things. However, not for what you would believe. So calm down with the whole uh, left versus right comments in my chat. Newark, New Jersey, the site of the VMAs this year, has been facing a water crisis, which is pretty much similar, if not higher scale, as far as I know, to the I wonder water why crisis. I haven't heard about it before. Woo! <laughs> Where have I heard this before? With high levels of lead in the water making it unsafe for drinking. Oh, I wonder where I heard this before. This has been going on over a couple of years. However, it's been quite media silent. All things considered. So, 38K residents were handed filters in October, it says? Yes. October, 38,000 residents were handed different filters to throw onto their piping by the city government. However, the city said they might not be properly working anymore, and they started handing out bottles of water to these affected citizens. Obviously, it's a terrible tragedy and should be focused on more, but that's what they tried to do. They were trying to get it a lot more of the focus onto that situation as opposed to the VMAs. So thousands of protesters gathered around the stadium where the event was taking place to give attention to the issue, including members of the Newark Water Coalition, uh, who even tried to rally online a lot of the bigger artists to speak out on the matter while in the city, tweeting out to Lil Nas X, Taylor Swift, Lizzo, Cardi B, just to name a few. Uh, the issue, unfortunately, didn't get mentioned by any of the onstage celebrities or even by the event runners themselves. Uh, and later on, commenting to CN- CBS News, Al Sharpton commented that while the media attention now on the situation brings a silver lining to it, it sheds no comfort to those living in the middle of this dark cloud that they're it's, under. L- let me let me tell you this. It's it's it's. It's difficult in that situation, and I get that, and I get the protesters reaching out, but you also have to understand that you're not talking about, you know, a local music concert, or like, let's say it's a famous concert in the Midwest. Yeah. You're talking about a concert, or I should say not even a concert, an awards show, excuse me. Yeah. The entire nation knows, Mm -hmm. and some internationally. You're going to have people, even if you tweet out to them, you're going to have people, producers, right? Yeah. 
You're going to have producers. You're going to have executives that say, we get it. We understand it. But the focus of the show is this and that. The focus of the show is the awards section itself. Okay? Because you can't just make every event about something. Because we're in the generation now that you can do that. Yeah. You're in a generation. And with information going out left and right, you have everybody wanting to make pretty much any single thing either a cancel culture event exactly or something to so, promote some political I idea get that I guess how radical idea I get how some people might be you know disappointed by that yeah I'm not I like <laughs> honestly I, I I feel for the people okay then that doesn't mean I yeah. don't feel for the people though in New is, Jersey though I can sympathize with them a little bit there's a little bit of sympathy I can throw you're, on you're, in there. you're you're broken you're broken away in both ways. Yeah, but at the same time, like I understand why the VMAs didn't do it. I yeah. mean, that that's just a perspective from me wanting to go into this type of uh industry, and I get, I understand it. Yeah. So, so that's not me being insensitive and not saying that I don't care about these yeah. people. It's okay? a terrible situation. It's a horrible situation that these people should not be in, but it should be fixed by the government. It should be taken attention by the media in a different shape or way or form. It just isn't this specific event. Yeah. It's not this specific timing. It's not this, you know what I mean? Is that that makes sense, but Yeah, it should it should have more of a focus and it's kind of a shame even speaking as a Michigan native. Uh the attention that Flint is getting just for the, its situation and people still end up memeing about it or talking about it online. It's like Flint's been without clean water for thousands and thousands of days. You don't hear about like Newark, New Jersey. You, you don't. You don't hear about any of these other places that are having huge crises like this. And they just kind of shows you know because flint blew up that much and you have like the likes of jaden smith coming on in with his like just water company well i mean yeah you still have all the local food trucks and helping out just everybody with it but there also is like a time and a place for it and i commend them i commend all of the protesters on trying to do their part in there and having the government be some worried about these protesters ruining an event that they brought into their city but I don't know if this was the best way to go it, about it's, it. It wasn't, and we're going to keep the talk for that there. If yeah. you're interested in talking more about that, of course, feel free to reach out to us. Well, and- actually, there is one note. Like Al Sharpton said, this is a very good moment for them. To have this sort of attention brought on to them now, now yes. might end just, up helping them you, you, in the future. You, you just have to take advantage of it. and if yeah. you, 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 just, you have to take advantage you, of this yeah. media attention now. And hopefully everybody in Newark, uh, my thoughts are with you right now. And I really hope you do get some clean water out there. On a positive note. On a positive note. Can we talk about my favorite sport? Yes. Let's do it. Guys. Guys. We're talking Formula One, baby. Guys. It's better than Formula Two. I'm I'm I, I, I'm just gonna go home. Uh, you, you, I was out. so excited. I was so excited. Okay, I was like VMAs. All right, we're gonna go. Just next. wait till we get to Formula Three. Oh goodness gracious! No 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 no! Just wait for the Super Grand Prix. Come on. All right. No All Moto right. GP. All right. Moto so GP. <laughs> so Formula One, we just had or during or whatever the heck you want to say it. Yes. Uh. Summer break, which if you don't know, Formula One goes from like, I want to say like March to like November, December ish. There's like four months of all season, but there's a summer break in the middle because, you know, all these rich people want to play. Absolutely. Formula One basically is like a white collar sport because the only people who watch it are like literally white collar people. And the reason why I say that is because it's an international sport that's like 
well respected, and it's part of the reason why they have like a summer, like in summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just what it is. But anyways, so I'm just gonna get up to, down to some bunch of news here that I wanted to talk about, uh, and a big announcement at the very end of this section here. Woo! Numero number uno. That's one for those of you who don't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I we, got, we, got, we got we got we got we got a Red Bull switcheroo. Red Bull switcheroo. All right, so. If you recall, Red Bull Honda is one of the teams that they, that Formula One has, right? Yeah, now remember they also it was have a huge a, shake up They also have season. a sister team. It's called Toro Rosso Honda, right? They're junior. It's not sister, junior team, right? Yeah. Over the summer break, I want to say about a week or two in the summer break, Red Bull announced that Pierre Gasly mm-hmm. of Red Bull Honda, yes, will be demoted to Toro Rosso. Really? And coming down up from Toroso is a rookie Alexander Albon. Oh, they promoted a rookie. Mm. And I, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. There are people out there saying, why Albon, okay? Yeah. Why not Why not Kivat, right? You, you guys got more experience. He has more points. He has better pace. He's essentially driver number one for them. Right? And I get that. It's yeah. because you tried that. You They already tried it once with Kiva a couple of years ago. It didn't work out. He got demoted. Okay? Ooh. So you're not going to try another guy who's developing well at, assist, you know, at your junior team. You're going to let him at least race for the rest of the season, okay? But we, what allows when you throw Albon in there is with Albon, you can just say, all right, dude, you're a rookie. Here you go. You got the chance. Can you hold up with Max Verstappen? Mm-hmm. Can you be that driver number two? Can you support this man? We don't need you to get podiums. That's not your goal. Your goal is can you keep up with this man and actually have a strategy? Because Christian Horner is tired of not freaking having a strategy, and any Red Bull fan is not <laughs> tired is tired of not having a freaking strategy when it comes to stra- That's it. <laughs> that is it. And I have to hold myself because, yeah. So so that, that, that's one. I'm excited for that. Alexander Albon will be uh, a beast and a half. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Number two. Esteban Ocon to Renault, and people are like, who the heck is Esteban Ocon? Ocon, <laughs> okay, he is the reserve driver right now for Mercedes uh, Mercedes Racing, or Mercedes-Benz uh, uh, Formula F1 team, yeah. right? Yeah, and correct so, me if I'm wrong, that's one of the big three. In that's the Lewis Formula Hamilton, 1. that's Louis Hamilton, who's a beast and a half, yeah. and then Valtteri Bottas. The reason why is because Valtteri Bottas and S. Esteban Ocon, essentially there was a thing of, or Toto Wolf, who is the team principal and team owner of Mercedes F1 Racing. Are you going to go with Ocon, or are you going to go with uh, Botas next year? This was big, because Valtteri Botas, his contract's up, so he needs to find somewhere if he's leaving, right? Yeah. Excuse me. (laughs) Botas, as far yeah. as I know, as far as I've read, will be staying. And Esteban Ocon now knows that he's not going to, right? That, at least for now, Mercedes is not thinking for the future. So Ocon is thinking somewhere else, right? So who? Renault. All right? That's all I want to put it that way. But Esteban Ocon to Renault, here's what I think. It's going to happen. More on that later. Other silly season news. Silly season news. Yes. Hell yeah. Before the I'm summer in. break, before we talked about, like, the, before, since the last time I talked about Formula One, Haas, right? The worst Haas racing, F1 racing, the worst with with Kevin Magnussen and who yeah. knows? Yeah, you know, you know the worst racing, whatever. Yeah. Their title sponsor, Rich Energy. Well, they actually dropped their title sponsor, Rich Energy, a race before 
Oh, they dropped them. Because there's this entire mix-up of drama and whatever else going on. Rich Energy was a sketchy company to begin with. It was very sketchy. Haas was yeah. horrible. It, it it was just obliterating. So 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 here's my thing. The, the question becomes, will Haas, A, who's their next title sponsor? And then B, will Haas exist next year? It's the, it's the American company that's racing right now in Formula One. Yeah. Right? They're taking the colors of Lotus because... You know, you're trying to get the the audience back in, and why not then get the colors of Lo- the Lotus F1 team back when they were racing and back when they were, you know, were solid. Yeah. But the question becomes, does Haas stay in Formula One or not? Here's what I say. It's not. Because, <laughs> yes, you could get different drivers and stuff like that, but I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so, especially when you have f- future brands and companies that are thinking of potentially joining, um, you know, or real one. Yeah. You you just you, you with just, all the drama around them and losing a huge. Spot you just like don't. That, I I don't to, think so. You uh, you know I might be floor. wrong, but whatever. Number two, this was announced just the other day. Formula One will continue racing in Spain, the Barcelona Catalunya circuit until at least twenty twenty, which is next season. Really? Uh, it's just like how Silverstone got uh you know got their rep back uh and they're remaining on the calendar until twenty twenty one because you know they're they're one of the historic circuits of the Formula One. Yeah. Um, it's it's Spain's kind of similar thing. It's basically the press release was the same thing. It's you know the government Catalonia and the Spain and Formula One the FIA was all working together. Uh, and it's just you know punts the economy blah blah blah. The point is Spain is remaining next year at least, and people could watch this race. I'm excited. Yeah. Because I it's I think it's a good one. I always like watching the Spanish Grand Prix. Yeah. Um it's Spain's just, just it, it anyway. is. And it's just like Silverstone. Silverstone's Silverstone is different because it's torque in that way. But um but same thing. Like I like keeping maintaining. Yeah. You got Netherlands and Vietnam that is up in the uh that is coming in, I believe I want to say twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. I think it's twenty one they're both coming in uh and joining the uh schedule. As well, um, the second half of the season features a Japanese Grand Prix late in the season. That's always a good one for me, just because I'm from you know country. Yeah, Suzuka Circuit's always a fun one to watch for me. Do you think Spain would end up renewing their time? I with think the so. One? I think so because I think they're just doing the one year right now because of the entire Catalonia Spain situation, right? Yeah. And like they want to settle down, see what the heck's going on. They don't want to give the you know too much power. Be like, oh yeah, we're gonna get Formula One there. Oh, we're gonna try this again. We're gonna Catalonia. Woo! No, so. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that'd be kind so, of so we'll see. Um, but I I I think I think it'll spade because it's it's not only do a lot of viewers enjoy it, but of course the racers enjoy this circuit as well. Mm-hmm. Now, finally, last but not least, I'm just going to touch real quick about previewing Belgium Grand Prix. But before that, I would do want to mention that Max Verstappen, of course, won his first race earlier. Uh, oh, he finally won it. He did. He did. He did win too. Oh, did I not? Did I him. not tell? Did I not talk about that? No, I don't think so. All right. Well. I need to talk about that real quickly then. Yeah, I need yeah. to update y'all about it because this is this is part of the reason why Red Bull is saying the support. It's going to make a lot more sense now Yeah, for you guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we just ended up covering uh, the Red Bull switcheroo of uh, the rookie driver from their little, uh, the junior team, so to speak. I don't think we ended up mentioning Verstappen. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, my uh, our boy Max, or I should say, my boy Max, because you know I love <laughs> Verstappen, because you know Verstappen's Verstappen, and he, he is just, our child. We have raised yeah. him. No, I wish I raised him. Um, <laughs> I wish so, I raised uh, Max. So yeah, his, his his first win, his first win was the Red Bull Ring, which is in Austria, right? This is the home of the Red, um, 
uh, of, of Red Bull Racing, and and he he beat Charles Leclerc and uh, Valtteri Bottas as well as Hamilton uh, and Vettel. Max Verstappen final time was an hour twenty two minutes. One oh, second, wow. 0.822, 2.724 seconds behind was Charles Leclerc Ferrari, followed by the Botas, which was 18.960 seconds. So there's a big gap. Uh, a Mercedes, then Vettel, Ferrari, and Hamilton. A Mercedes to round it up. Guess whose name's not in there? Whose name's not in there? Pierre Gasly. Uh, That's why Gasly. he's not. All right. Whatever, right? <laughs> Following Grand Prix, Hamilton won again, and Verstappen, he had a big mechanical issue. Then you go to the German Grand Prix, and Verstappen once again, but this time in Hockenhelberg. Okay, the yeah. one in Hockenhelberg. Um, and this was big because the first time they went with this engine mode, I think it's like engine mode X or whatever it's called. It's basically like overdrive the engine. It burns the engine out and everything, but it goes like super duper freaking fast. And that's why Max won. Uh, the second time around, though, and Mercedes is having mechanical. The second time around, once again, Mercedes is having mechanical issues. Both of them were not even on the podium. This is big wow. because Max Verstappen won. And this was, I believe, if I recall correctly, this was a wet race. Because we have ready one, two, three, four, five, six. There are seven that did not finish the race, that retired. Wow. One of them being Pierre Gasly because he was fighting. Guess who? Who? Guess who he was fighting? I can't even begin to imagine. Albon. 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 Alexander Albon, the guy who's going to Red Bull now. Oh. Uh. And he clipped out and he got. He didn't finish, but Albon did. You know oh, that's it's stupid. No. It's ridiculous. And see, so here we go. And the, the reason why and Vettel was second with Ferrari, and guess who got third? Daniel Kivat. And this is why people are like, okay, why are you sending Albon and not Kivat up? And the the reasoning is once again, like I said, you try with Kivat once, okay? You have another guy. Yes, he's a rookie, but he's mm -hmm. showing good numbers. Okay, he's a guy who's yeah. promising and at least can stay with Max Verstappen. All right, this is not going to be the year for Red Bull. It's way too late for to be for the year of Red Bull. Okay, yeah. that's not my. Here's my point. My point is not the year for Red Bull, but it's a year to prepare for Red Bull. Next year could be a big year for Red Bull. This is Max Verstappen's team. Mercedes no longer wants it because we yeah. know because you know why they're sticking with Botas. They're sticking mm -hmm. with Hamilton and Botas. Okay, which means Max. This is Max Verstappen's team. He has Absolutely. not only does he have Red Bull behind him, but he has Honda behind him. Yeah, Japan. At this, at has, this rate, he's the staple. Japan loves him. Team. Netherlands love him. Austria loves him. You can't go wrong. We love him. We love him. He is our child. You literally cannot go wrong. No. So what you're looking for is a secondary driver. You let Kivat now be the primary driver. They're gonna say equals, but he'll really be the primary driver of Toro Rosso. Yeah. Gasly, you just got to try. You know what? But honestly, here's what he thinks. He could honestly be done with Formula 1 after this year. The kid sucks. The kid sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I know it's not easy, but the kid sucks, okay? It's not easy for me to yell these things. But Albon, Alexander Albon, you haven't tried this kid yet. He's no. the only kid you haven't tried yet. You might as well. You might as well, okay? Yeah. So at if he's first, showing that much of a at promise, first I was like, yo, what the heck? Albon is still kind of figuring this crap out, right? Yeah. But then when I think about it, I'm like, they tried Kivat out, and that didn't work out. And... You, you, I guess I guess it makes sense, but people are saying, like, okay, if you try Albon again, then you're going to have the same thing as Kiva happen again and whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you know what? If the same thing happens, fine, okay? But yeah. I don't want to try Daniel Kiva and the same thing happen, okay? I'd rather try this than that. That's what I tell all those people. I'd yeah. rather try this than that. And like Rebel's shake, like, you gotta exactly, shake it up, exactly. Rebel's pulling up all these drivers so way too early, and they're driving way too And I'm like, okay, <laughs> it might be true, but the point is, you got to try something you haven't tried yet. And this is what Rebel is doing, okay? Yeah. You're in a world now that no matter what you do in 
no matter what sport you do, no matter where you do it, no matter even if it doesn't have to be sports, no matter what you do in your life, it has to be something that someone hasn't done before. Yes. Like this podcast. No one has done this. We're going to talk about sports and we're going to talk about music stuff. <laughs> no. All right. Hey, if you want to recommend your friends to the chat, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, you can get more of this every single freaking week. Yeah. But the point is, the point is, the point. they're trying something new, okay? And yeah. of course, I'll keep you guys updated on that. But of course, I had to mention that. Now. Now, folks. Now. 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 Now, 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 now. Oh, last but last, these previewing no, Belgian, no, no. Previewing no, no, Belgian no. Grand Prix. Here's what I'm going to say. Alexander Albon, I think he's going to be two or three places behind uh, Max Verstappen. Uh, I think Verstappen's not going to finish first. I think he's going to be a little bit rusty. Uh, he'll probably get in the podium, I think. Yeah. Hamilton will probably get the win again. Botas, and it'll probably be Botas or Hamilton uh, one, two, something. Here's yeah. my prediction on the podium. What Hamilton one, Botas two. Verstappen three, Leclerc four, Vettel five, Albon six. And you're saying, people are saying, that's the same as Pierre Gasly. He was sixth place too. Give him a break. This is the first race, okay? <laughs> Cut it, him out. So him that's that's my top six. Essentially, yeah. that's my top three teams, okay? I I think if anything could be taken away from this season, Red Bull's definitely stepped up. It, it is. And that's you know what? They, put, they, they dropped Renault. Yes. They dropped Renault and they said, we're gonna we're gonna try Honda. Yeah. Because we tried Toro Rosso for one and year I, and we liked it. And, and you know what? It has tried out. Problems. So for all you Honda haters, for all you guys saying Red Bull's gonna suck yeah. for the rest of the time, well look at Red Bull now. Yeah. They try something that people were saying was gonna fail. Yeah, there's so one you thing. might as well. This is a team. This is Christian Horner that's saying I'm gonna try something that people are gonna say is fail because I trusted them. Absolutely. All right. We and got another guy, another situation. It's happening. That's why they're doing it. And a lot of the Formula One things we've been reporting on, Max Verstappen's always come up on like podium three, podium two sometimes. Well, he's he's on the podium. He has but, points. He's yeah. battling out for he's on the top. Exactly. He's on the top realm of it, okay? It's one thing to get third podium position one race and be like, oh, wow, it, that's It's another fantastic. thing to be consistent that you're on the podium or fourth place. Exactly. That just shows it's a great deal And the fact that you get a win, and he 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 also you know got his first pull. I want to say... Um, I want to say at Hungary he got his first pull of his career. So, um, yeah, which yeah, is it's, huge. It's huge because yeah, yeah, a pull. I mean, you're starting at first place. You know what I mean? It, it's just it's the the point. The point is the point is Ferrari has sucked this year. So I'm curious to see how well they do. But if I'm gonna judge by how Ferrari has the race this year and how I think it's gonna happen. That's my countdown. Your two top Mercedes, of course, Hamilton being at first. You got Max Verstappen, and then you got your two Ferraris, and then Albon. Of course, people are going to say that's the same exact thing as Pierre Gasly, but here's what I say. <laughs> We're going to give it a, give chance. a chance. We're going to see a couple races. This is his first race in this car without testing. This is like his mm -hmm. testing race. Let him figure out the gears. Let him do everything. Let him be in this competitive feature first. A couple races for now. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. All right? That is my preview of Grand Belgian Grand Prix, but... But, but folks, there are th there's, there's a reason why I kind of overpass a couple of these things and kind of focus on other things. Because. Because. The impact. Mister. Is officially having 
a Formula One podcast. It is untitled yes. still. My buddy Casey Campbell, who doesn't go here to Michigan State, actually, but he's oh. a buddy of mine. We're going to have to start that up. That's going to start recording on Tuesdays. We'll start uploading very shortly. We're going to do a couple, of course, test runs. We'll see what the situation is there. You've but, got a lot on your plate, my but, man. But that, that's going on <laughs> as well. So, of course, you'll be able to catch all Formula One news every single week. Of course, I'll be punching in here, but not yep. as much now that I have an out platform for that i know we're hitting our hour mark i know we got to wrap it up i know this last story for you is a pretty quick one here yes for the most part but meek mill news again meek mill is except bad. except it's positive guys yes, it's positive this time yeah put down the pitchforks put down the pitchforks because and stop trying to come to the studio to kill us both all right we appreciate it we can't confirm or deny this uh <laughs> this is the best news meek mill has ever had even with his recent album dropping because Meek Mill is free ladies and gentlemen he is out and he is done with his probation 12 years after his arrest in North Philly on gun and drug charges on Tuesday Meek Mill uh who goes by obviously another name in all the court records but I keep calling him Meek Mill pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor firearm charge and the case was dropped Prosecutors went on Seriously? to dismiss all of the remaining counts against him, and the judge placed no Seriously? further penalties. Seriously? Seriously? After 12 years of and everyone he had to do shouting 12 meek years though. of everyone saying, meek, meek, screw you, screw you, he just got everything dropped. Yeah. I, and we're going to go over a little bit of the history of this case here and of Meek Mills' Give me a history lesson. Here. Give me a history lesson. Uh, the case has been ongoing since his 2007 Long time now. 2007 arrest, costing him most of his adult life with a hefty probation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yelled outside of the cro- crowd courthouse to de- uh, on Tuesday after the decision happened. Meek free. I'm not on probation no more. That must feel good for that and man. Went, yeah, absolutely. It probably felt good for everybody in this Hallelujah. System he yelled out to the crowd and went on to thank his fans and support and dedicated himself to the cause of reforming the judicial system in order to avoid more trials like his in he, length in the future. I give credit for him. I give credit for him because he stood up for himself. He stood up for himself and said, right, this is wrong. Yeah. Did I screw up? Sure. Is this the right way to punish me for the rest of my life for the most part? Yeah, absolutely. Me? And even if it might seem like a weird like soft jab win because he still had to plead guilty for the misdemeanor, that's still way better. But, but if you plead guilty, yeah, I was going to say, if you plead guilty, that's better than having a felony. Yeah, Because, guys, you, I, I don't know if some of you understand. I know many of you understand this, but some of you may not. Yeah, all you law students out there listening. Uh, it, you <laughs> can't do stuff with a felony. You can no. still do You can still do everything with a misdemeanor. It doesn't really yeah. screw you up that much. Misdemeanor is a minor offense compared to a felony. A misdemeanor you can recover from, essentially. Yes. A felony, not so much. Ooh. Someone's giving you a sweet, sweet call. Oh, sweet. But he, like I said, yeah, it's, it's such a good case for this guy. I For some long period of time here, he's been behind bars, outside of bars. He's been on probation literally most of his adult life. At 19, he was arrested. And now he is 32 years old. Oh, my God. Imagine having your entire 20s. Like... You and I, Ikaru, you're 20-something, right? Coming up on 20? I'm coming up on 20. Coming up on 20. I'm 21 here, coming up on the rest of my 20s. Yep. 
imagine spending all of that in and out of bars and fighting off a judicial system that just doesn't want to drop this case. That it's, is uh, losing an entire section of one of the most important parts of your life. It, 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 it is, and it's you know you know you know I'm re you know can I can I just read this next part because go for it. Go for it. All right, this 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 is screwy here. Yeah. November 2017, one judge sentenced Meek to two to four years in state prison for hear this, guys, hear this. Riding a dirt bike in New York and is rolling in a ledge fight in St. Louis while on probation. Are you? kidding me yeah. are you kidding me what <laughs> adult doesn't get on a freaking dirt bike and then two what adult doesn't potentially get in fights sometimes you know what i mean like, yeah. people get it <laughs> well it depends on how serious both of them are but you know he was probably oh, riding gosh. i'm not too familiar on those charges specifically but allegedly it, just allegedly annoying. the fight he had some involvement with the st louis air in a st louis airport during a fight that broke on out. Uh, he was there at the same time yeah all alleged and the dirt bike charge most likely was him driving on a street. He shouldn't have been. But this was all during this probation period as well. Because, and of course, so the American judicial system, you're on probation. Screw you. Yeah. You were under heavy watch throughout an entire probation. Yeah. Hence and I think that's stupid. Honestly, I think, I, think, I think that's stupid because, yeah. I mean, honestly, of course, if it's a very high level offender, at some point from probation, you just say, screw you. You're going back. Yeah, exactly. If it was a high offense, that is. It but wasn't. we're talking literally what drug and gun charges. Yeah, drug and gun charges that ended up being brought down to a misdemeanor, a misdemeanor charge. And this guy had to do twelve years. Goodness gracious. Yeah, uh, tons of celebrities ended up coming commenting on this case throughout the years, not just uh, when we got the final go ahead, but over 2007 to 2019. Here, Jay Z, Ti, and Kevin Hart. Just to name a few of the big celebrities in there, spoke highly about Meek's case and many others like his, turning Meek's case into somewhat of a platform for justice reform. It is, and I think, you know, I honestly think it's... it's like it's, you had an entire period of people going on and good. shouting, free Meek Mill, free Meek Mill. But of course, he's always had that music out, and yeah. you know, of course, he's made the Billboard 200, number one and on top of that. Yeah, his uh, album championships. Back it was a in good album. It's a good, it still is a good, a good album. But oh, absolutely. But folks, I know we went a little bit overboard. I think that's all you want to talk about, Meek, right? Ah, uh, yeah. And I do want to comment a little bit on recent oh, events. Okay, then, especially then, then, with, then sorry, I cut you off. Oh, I cut you off. There. My apologies. Spe no, it's all good. Uh, I want to comment on how similar. Well, not similar, but a case like this is already happening right now with ASAP Rocky. Yep, in yep. Sweden and. There's I've I've read a bunch of stuff. Well, ASAP brought no, it got dropped. Did it get dropped finally? It got dropped. It I must got, have missed that. No, one. no, because he's back home. Yeah. He got dropped, he's back home and he's back home. The case is suspended, but he also recently found that that court found him guilty. Just stay away from Sweden then. <laughs> Which is ironic yeah, just, because Sweden no. is one of like the better countries when it comes, it's, it's just weird. Yeah, but whatever. Obviously, uh, we don't know the full details. But we don't know the full that, details, of course, and we're not going to go deep into yeah. that. But I was just reminded of the ASAP Rocky case because he ended up dropping Babushka Boy after teasing it pretty much since the beginning of this case. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just wanted to see say that, and probably I'll give updates on the next. Hey, episode. hey, Justin, I can let me tell you this for sure though. What is that, dude? I missed you. Yeah, I missed you too. Buddy. I missed you, man. You know what's waiting for me? What's waiting for you? The second half of my lunch at six thirty-six. <laughs> I night. told you you could eat it no! during the show. <laughs> okay, so guys, here's how. I had class to like, I want to say like five 
five o'clock or something or whatever time so my class says. And then I walked here and then I'm like here ready to go. And then I'm waiting for Justin to get here. And I have my sandwich, right? My, my second half of the sandwich that I made because, <laughs> because, you know, I'm living by myself. And I, by the way, it was a, my first one was pretty dang. So my second one will be dang. But I'm like, <laughs> we, 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 we get here and I'm like, we have, Five minutes. Yeah, I, I, I. He's like, eat it, and I'm like, dude, that's not as long as I. It took me for me to make it. I'm not gonna eat it. So, anyways, I'm excited <laughs> to eat that. As much as I love you guys, I'm excited to eat that. But Justin, the food is excited. It is great to have you back on there. It's great um, to have you back. We're, we have a up. solid year, dude. Yeah, we have a solid year ahead of us. Yeah, and finally, like a full year, because we started halfway yeah, through like spring semester. We have a full year. We're gonna cover all the sports. We're gonna cover. All the music happenings. Mm-hmm. We're gonna cover everything. Uh, Impact has a 30th birthday concert coming up. We'll talk that more about that do. next week, just because it'll be closer and you know everyone's settled in and everything yeah. like that. With a pretty big lineup too. It is a pretty big lineup. It's yeah. already on the public, so of course you want to check it out. Impact 89 fmorg uh, org. Uh, not slash sports. It's not sports. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, you know what? And uh, I'll have Justin talk more about it. Um, I'll For do the sure. I'll do the plugs here today. Yeah, let's Justin. Do some plugs. Is in a band, which is Candles to Campfires. That one, and it's pretty <laughs> awesome. So you can check that out on social media and all that fuck freaking platforms. <laughs> yes. I don't know what is wrong with me today. I don't know. I just saved myself there. You though. did. You and th- you did. You uh, threw it around. Justin a also has his live shift. I think he kept the same live shift. Friday yes, at six to eight p.m. Friday, Friday six to eight p.m. We will be doing all the one track mind stuff on that front. Also. You can follow me on my Instagram page where I'll be doing pretty much the exact same thing on Fridays. My one track mind. A little bit more more tracks than my deep dives that I do on Friday. That'll be Justin Tyler does things. And of course, of course, if I ever join Justin for any of his shifts, that becomes the chant. What, what are we branded it? The chant. <laughs> the chant after party. After party. That's what it is. So you guys can check that out. That'll be like a week to week basis. Mr. For Ricardo myself, um, a bunch of stuff going on for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll just put my Twitter out there at Hikarukudo1, H I K A R U K U D O 1, if you want to give a follow. Uh, yeah, just Twitter's where I'm normally. Of course, I have a Facebook if you want to add me there. Yeah. We'll just be friends. Uh, I have an Instagram at kudos underscore two underscore you. I barely use it, but I'm so active on there, so you can do that. <laughs> um, sports department, and Green and White Report is now officially two hours permanently, oh, is which it is now? great. Uh, yes. 11 to 1 o'clock every Sunday, we talk a bunch of sports. Ryan Rabinowitz, Julian Maturi, two co hosts. We're back, baby. We back. Excited to be back. For that, um, and yeah, your just new Formula a, One podcast, new Formula One podcast will be dropping hopefully Tuesday, if not very soon. So stay tuned for that as well. All that can be found at impact89fm.org/sports. Yes. Listen to sports and music on radio at eighty-eight point nine FM in the Lansing area, or web stream by visiting impact89fm.org/listen live or impact89fm.org. And there's a big banner on top that says "Listen Live." And just click on that. Follow our Twitter at the chant underscore WDBM. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the chant dot WDBM. We're active on both of those. We Facebook Live every episode every we're gonna say Wednesday for now. We'll let yeah. you guys know on social media. There's a couple at, of scheduling things we yes, still have. Unless to sort otherwise out. noted, we'll get once we'll be consistent at some point. Which uh, is just why it's so important to follow us on our exactly, socials. Exactly, guys. And of course you can find all of our content on impact89fm.org slash the dash chant, including all now nine of our episodes on there anytime, any yes. day, 24-7, <laughs> anywhere yes. in the nation. And on top of that, we are on Apple and Android podcasts. Pretty dope, if you ask me. Oh, yeah. Just like any other podcast in the entire world. It's a great Y'all, feeling. that'll do it for us. I got to grab my sandwich. Justin's got... I've, I've got things to do might get conrads it's not sponsored by conrads there you go justin <laughs> might get conrads i might get i might eat a sandwich but 
that I have been Justin LaBelle. I am Nick Arcudo. You have been, have been you, and you have been listening to The, the Chance. I got it that time. You did? <laughs> you have been listening to The Chant, an Impact exclusive brought to you by WDVM East Lansing. For all of your music and sports news, visit impact89fm.org.